everyone, this is George Gross with the Innovators Mindset Podcast. Glad you could join me today. And what I'm going to talk about today is these five questions you should ask your staff and students. And I'm going to talk about them in a second, but I'm just going to share a little story first. I want you to think about your education career. And if you're in North America, did you read the book, The Great Gatsby? And I'm not going to talk about the book, The Great Gatsby, because I, to be honest, I don't know it in depth. But when I ask this question to groups all over the world, many people have read the book. And the reason we read the book is because it was assigned in English class. It was assigned in our English class, high school English at some point. And the question I always ask is, was The Great Gatsby ever actually assigned in the curriculum? Was it, did it say somewhere in the curriculum, all students must read The Great Gatsby? Or did we read it because the school already owned 100 copies of the book, the teacher knew it inside out, and it was just the easiest thing to teach because they already knew it. And I'm not saying it's not a, a work of art, I'm not saying it's not an influential read for those um, who have read it, but do we sometimes teach our students based on what we know and what we're comfortable with, or do we teach based on what their passions are, what their strengths are, what, what, what they wanna learn? And can we actually teach the curriculum while doing that? Because I think sometimes we believe that we have to choose one or the other. And what I believe is that when we really get to know our students, this is why I constantly talk about the importance of relationships, why relationships are so crucial to the work that we do in education, is that if we actually know our students, if we know what their strengths are, what drives them, we can start tailoring stuff to them. And so I'll give you the example. When I was in school, and to this day, I love basketball. And basketball is something that I've always been interested in. Could my high school English teacher, who is incredible, Herman Bauer, nicest guy ever, and just an incredible teacher. I really appreciate him. But I'll tell you, I appreciate him in a relationship level, but I don't know if I like the content in his class, and I, I actually think it might have deterred me from reading. But getting back to my point, if I would have had the opportunity to read a book on basketball, a novel on basketball, would I actually have been more interested in reading and writing as a student? Or, or, or did I just not, I check out because I never read content I was excited about. I never identified with the characters in those books. And did that actually deter me that, yes, when I walked out of school, I had the ability to read and write. I just, I didn't really want to. And it took me a long time to read um, after the fact. You know, I went to university, had to read there, read stuff, you know, for the purpose of reading it. I actually remember I took a Shakespeare English class and we had a final exam and I rented 12 Shakespeare movies the night before because I did not want to read any Shakespeare. And I tried to watch every single episode, uh, movie uh, adaptation of a Shakespeare play that I could at the time to prepare for a test, which I actually got a B on because of how I, I went through the process. And so when I started reading in my 30s, I started writing because I realized I could read things I was interested in, that I could write about stuff I cared about. And I don't think I should have been in my 30s to actually do that. And I think this is something we need to really acknowledge, you know, the work that we do. So from Innovate Inside the Box, I talk about these five questions to ask your students to begin the school year. And 
they're really simple questions. You can identify it. You can modify them however you like. So the first one I'll talk about is what are the qualities that you look for in a teacher? So what what things do you look at? And that doesn't mean that we totally change our personality, who we are, to meet the needs, you know, of the kids. Like I am who I am, you know, obviously in some respects. But just understanding that, you know, understanding how what kids are looking for in a teacher will help us better prepare, you know, to serve each student. The next one is what are you passionate about? And as I gave the example earlier, for me, it would have been, I love basketball. I love it. Is there a way you could have taken the curriculum, found some opportunities to tie basketball into it that would have made it more interesting for me, that I would have been done well in the curriculum because of the connection to my passion? The next one is what's one big question you have for this year? And this idea of a big question is really rooted in the idea of developing students as problem finders, not just problem solvers. What's something that they want to make better in the world? What's something that drives them? And when you start asking these questions, you realize that students are way more likely to have innovative and thoughtful solutions to problems they actually care about as opposed to problems I think they should solve. The next one is what are your strengths and how can we utilize them? So this this becomes really important because when we start talking about strengths and education forever has been way too deficit focused, not only for our students, but you know we look at what our staffs can't do. We make these plans based on results that didn't turn out the way that we want. You can see this all over um, North America in what we do. And when you talk about strengths, it is not ignoring weaknesses it's the idea that when you start with strengths people feel valued and you tap into them that their weaknesses actually become stronger through this process if i was continually to talk about and focus on the things you can't do you probably wouldn't want to work for me or with me and the last question is what does success at the end of the year look like to you in education we do this too much we decide what success is for our kids. We decide what success is for for others, for our schools. And I think that when you look at success, the way that I look at success and what would make me successful, quote unquote, might not actually be the same thing for you. But when it comes to education, it seems like success is a very standard metric. We talk about personalizing learning, but then we standardize what success means. And I think, yes, we have to understand there's metrics that we have to adhere to based on our state or our provincial curriculum, but it doesn't mean that we can't talk about other areas of what success means. And I think just even the process of asking our students, what does success look like to them? is something that doesn't just help them in school, but obviously outside of school and after school. And I think these are things that we need to talk about. So just quickly again, these five questions to ask your students to start the school year. What are the qualities you look for in a teacher? What are you passionate about? What is one big question you have for this year? What are your strengths and how can we utilize them? And what does success at the end of the year look like to you? And obviously, as I said earlier, you can take these questions, modify them, and adapt them to whatever you need for whatever grade level. And I've had a lot of feedback on these questions from educators who've used them. And this is that 
they they don't wait for necessarily the beginning of next year. They'll ask it, and it changes the way they look at things. They change the way that they teach because there's ways they can connect their curriculum to these these answers. Now, being a realist, we I know you can't change everything you do, every single curriculum strand to meet the needs of every single kid every single day. But I think the more we we actually <laughs> empower our kids by understanding these questions and bring them in the easier the compliance stuff that you know the stuff that's boring becomes because people feel valued i know that personally working in education the leaders who really showed me value i i didn't even care when i was doing boring stuff or stuff i hated because i knew they valued me and it's the same thing for our kids and this is something that we would actually you know would would benefit of us and so <clears throat> i asked this question inside the box how would knowing the answers to these questions for our students, both from the educator's perspective and the student perspective, help shape a much more positive experience in our classrooms? And the reason I even bring this up today is I was recently doing a session and someone asked the question, could you use this in an interview for a staff member? And I loved that idea. I always talk about how important it is to actually understand, you know, learning from the viewpoint of a learner and immersing ourselves. And the thought of actually using this in an interview, using this to discuss with your teachers, knowing these things about your staff would really benefit. If it benefit our kids, why would it not benefit you know our staff as well? And so what I did, I actually just adjusted these questions slightly. And to be honest with you, I didn't have to change some of them at all. And so if you wanted to do this with your staff as a process so that they can kind of see why it's important, and it's, it's actually really important, if you're going to do this as an administrator, you don't just do this to spend 10 minutes of a PD time and check something off, but you actually utilize the answers that you you look at this information that you, you, you gain from your staff and you start adjusting things. And so the, the modifications are this. What are the qualities you look for in an administrator? Uh, what are you passionate about? What is one big question you have for this year? What are your strengths and how can we utilize them? And what does success at the end of the year look like to you? And really just asking these questions of your staff could not only, like I said, not only improve your, 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 con your connections with each other, your colleagues, but it can also get them to understand like, hey, this is really beneficial. This has helped us as a staff. How do I use this with students? And so I think knowing... The answers to these questions, they, they, the opportunities, they can open up doors we honestly didn't even know were there in the first place, maybe because sometimes we just don't ask. And what would have changed for me, you know, would I have become, you know, wanted to write and, you know, be a, a writer, uh, you know, for sports. I remember as a kid, I read Sports Illustrated all the time and was told, you know, I did that in library and, you know, that wasn't real reading. And... Anytime anyone reads anywhere, we need to acknowledge it, whether it's a graphic novel, a magazine, a blog, whatever. But there's opportunity there, not only to read, but to write, to create, you know, create our own stuff. And I just didn't even really consider that because, you know, I, I didn't think I could be a sports writer because, you know, magazine, Sports Illustrated wasn't real reading. So maybe there is, I don't think I was deterred that way intentionally. But it's something we sometimes do to our kids when we say, you know, this isn't real learning, this isn't powerful. And I think there's just opportunities there for our students that weren't there for us when we were kids and we need to help take advantage.
So if this process is beneficial for our students, how will it help our staff? And here's my challenge for you this week. Take those five questions. Don't ask them of anybody. Answer them yourself. Think about them. Think about what your answers are and think about actually how it could change those things. If you have a blog, share them. Share those, share the answers to those questions. I just gave you a blog post that you know a lot of people have no idea what to write, you know, from week to week, including myself. So maybe there's a blog post opportunity for you there. But I would love to hear your answers, but I'd also love to hear the process for you and how you might use this with your students or your staff. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for all you do. Take care.